to a new episode of the Triflix cast. I'm Tristan Watkins, and today we have the special guests, Diane Daup. Daup? Daup? Daup. Daup. Correct. And Randy Allman, um, and they are here to represent a couple of different organizations, specifically Yes Cinema, as well as Lincoln Central, very prominent members within the community as their organizations continue to support every everyone as best they can, uh, providing movies as uh, and additional family help throughout the community. So. Thank you guys for coming on. Thanks Happy for having us. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and I, I, for people that may have not met you guys yet, uh, introduce yourself. Let uh, people know where it is that you're working and what type of projects that you guys primarily focus on. All right. I'll uh, start first. That's okay with you, Diane. Mm -hmm. uh, my name is Randy Allman. I'm with the uh, Lincoln Central Neighborhood Family Center. I'm executive director. We've been around for about 25 years. Uh, we have about 30 programs that we do. Uh, administer outside within the Lincoln Central Neighborhood Center. Um, many of them are ones that folks are aware of. Bartholomew County works, and we have tool lending library. We have counseling. We have a variety of things. And uh, what we try to do is work with folks who live in the downtown area. Mm -hmm. A lot of low-income folks are there and so forth. So we provide them opportunities um, for to you know have a better quality of life and so forth. So we're happy that we do that. Uh, about 15 years ago, we embarked on a social entrepreneur venture uh, when we took over uh, Yes Cinema, which was, uh, at that time, it was a different name and had uh, been out of business for quite a while. So mm -hmm. the idea was to use the revenues from uh, Yes Cinema then to put back into the 30-plus programs that we do, um, but also an opportunity to take folks in the community who showed a glimmer of motivation and teach them good, uh, healthy workplace skills. Yeah. And in doing that, then uh, we would teach them to uh, train them and teach them to be better employees and then um, hopefully get them to a position where they could go out into the larger community and be successful. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what we've done. My prior... Uh, my prior job to that, I was a court administrator working in the uh, Bartholomew County court system for many, many years. I started a program that most people would know as community corrections. That would be work release, house arrest, community service, those sort okay. of things. And I did that for um, quite a while. And so I, I always preferred finding alternative to incarceration. So I was a pretty, had gotten pretty good at at coming up with creative ideas on how to help folks uh, rather than just punish folks and mm -hmm. so forth. So when the opportunity to start the Lincoln Central Neighborhood Family Center came around, then I was really ready to do that. I'd already had a pretty good um, network in place and so forth, uh, working with uh, many of the local foundations. And so, and so it worked out really, really well for me. Uh, so that's kind of my story in a nutshell really quick. Uh, so Diane, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? <laughs> sure. So my name is Diane Daup and I'm the Community Outreach Coordinator at the Lincoln Central Neighborhood Center and um, been doing that with Randy since we opened, as mm -hmm. he said, 25 years ago. And um, as he was saying, you know, we're kind of a one-stop shop. Any type of issue or problem our neighbors are experiencing, they can come to us mm -hmm. and we're going to help them try to figure that out, either through the programming like Randy was describing, or we're getting hooked up with the appropriate agency to assist them. 
And um, we're very proud of the fact that our board of directors is um, a minimum of 60% neighborhood residents. So those who live in the Lincoln Central neighborhood, which is downtown Columbus, mm-hmm. um, those who have the most to lose or gain by the decisions that are being made are sitting at the table. And um, I just feel really honored to um, get to be a part of such a wonderful organization and to get to build the friendships that we have um, with our neighbors. Yeah, great. Uh, So as far as your guys' involvement with the organizations, what has been your favorite part of interacting, whether that be with the families or uh, just hoping that it makes a change? Like what has been your favorite part in that? Well, I think Diane would probably agree with this, that we've, we, it, especially in the early years, we got to know a lot of the residents mm-hmm. really, really well. And so many of that, you know, that's 25 years of, uh, 25 years of relationship with many of those folks. And unfortunately, some of them have passed away. Uh, what, um, what is significant to me is that when we first started, those folks didn't think they were worthy of having an opinion. Their voices had never been heard before, mm-hmm. and they weren't. They didn't quite know how to take us that because we were telling them, "This, hey, this is your thing. You're going to own this operation. You're going to be the decision makers of this, and so forth." And so there was a level of trust that we had to gain early on, and we gained that trust through a lot of actions. They they kind of. They kind of put uh, put us through some tests and so forth that we passed in blind collars, I'm happy to say. And uh, we formed an allegiance that was really, really, really strong. And so those, the memories of the folks that are passed away and the, and the relationships that we have with the folks still involved, to me, are the most significant. Randy's exactly right. The relationships are what's most important mm-hmm. and valuable to me. Um, you know, these are folks that... Even if I wasn't in this position, um, they would still stay in my life. And I just feel really fortunate to get to work with all of these wonderful folks that we do in our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. You'd mentioned that uh, Lincoln Central has like board members. Is that right? Mm -hmm. How many are currently on that? You said 60% have to be from that area. Correct. We, right. we usually run from anywhere from what fourteen to seventeen. Seventeen. Or right now we have fifteen. Okay. Okay. And uh, mm-hmm. how would how would somebody become that? Is that elected? Is that chosen, appointed, or how does that work? Sure. So our board of directors has a nominating committee, mm-hmm. and um, the nominating committee takes those suggestions from staff, fellow neighbors, um, board members themselves. They look a lot of times at the volunteers that have been involved with the organization and those that have expressed interest, mm-hmm. and then. We also look at, you know, from a neighborhood resident perspective, really examining, you know, to ensure that we have coverage from the neighborhood, so from different geographic areas and also skill sets that folks might have. Yeah, that makes sense. So I, what, when you say skill sets, do, are there people on the board that have different backgrounds and occupations or, or is it something different than that? Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. So sometimes, you know, it could be, um, you know, people who are renters and homeowners and um, maybe someone who's a landlord or it could also be um, people of um, various economic means. It can be people who are single parents or um, maybe folks who are retired. So we mm-hmm. just try to get a nice cross representation of those that live in our neighborhood. It's a very diverse group. We have uh, we have a gentleman that has four car dealerships. We have a lawyer. Uh-huh. We yeah. have folks who work within the school system, business people, and then uh, and then really, um, it's kind of uh, at uh, what we call at large members, and then uh, community 
uh, or neighborhood members and so forth. So it's it it's probably like I say, it's a division of what sixty percent uh, live in the live in the neighborhood. So we're very pleased with that. They always have the final say. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, I I would I do like the fact that you put such a heavy weight on having that sixty percent from the community because I think a lot of times. Uh, you want that representation to be from people that are affected by the decisions, but also you're, you're more likely to care about people that you're close with if they're from those neighborhoods. They probably, I assume, know most of their neighbors by name, and you know you might help them mow their lawn occasionally. So it's it's really neat to see basically your friends are the ones that are trying to take care of you and look out. That's really neat. And you know, they, they, they learn from each other. And mm-hmm. to, to watch the empowerment process play out where someone who is uh, who doesn't feel like their voice matters Mm-hmm. To see them go full circle and then and really realize their true strength and what they can become and what what their voice can end up being, and seeing them um, transition through empowerment is amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What kind of uh, services does I know you'd mentioned like they you have a background of trying to help people avoid incarceration and that was what your passion is and then it leads you to this uh, this organization where you're trying to help families. But what does that actually mean in detail? Well, I'll let Diane kind of describe uh, or define mm-hmm. some of the, the programs that we have there. Sure. And it was interesting, kind of a nice lead in when you were talking about our board of directors and having representation from mm. the neighborhood, because our programming is driven by people who live in the neighborhood as well. We feel very strongly that we need to have you know, our neighbors say what they want. It's their neighborhood center. It's not Randy's and it's not mine. It's theirs. Mm -hmm. So we do surveys of our neighborhood residents and they can, um, you know, tell us the kinds of programs that um, would be beneficial to them. So that's what we build our programming model around. And so our programming fits into seven priority areas, which are safety, infrastructure, health, education, positive youth development, parent-child interaction, and parent support. So all of the 30 plus programs that are all in collaboration with somebody else fit into that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're not out to create new programming, but rather bring the rich services that we already have in our community to a neighborhood level and to our neighbor's backyards. So all of our programs are in collaboration with someone else. As Randy was saying, you know, um, we have a big emphasis on trying to um, help our neighbors get to Mm self-sufficiency. So a lot of the programs, um, you know, are around employment, um, you know, and getting folks the jobs, but also then staying with them like Bartholomew County Works or, you know, helping folks um, get second and third chances through employment options at Yes Cinema. But we also have things like um, neighborhood police meetings. Um, we're very fortunate to have a partner, a strong partnership with the Columbus Police Department and the City of Columbus, in you know a neighborhood watch group that meets. Um, we have two different groups that meet there in the neighborhood at um, different times, and we've got we're just coming off of the holiday assistance. Um, that's always a big time for us with our Thanksgiving mm-hmm. Day dinner with First Christian Church, the Christmas Day dinner with St. Peter's Lutheran Church, uh, where folks can come on those holidays and get a free meal. And, and we're fortunate through those partnerships to provide hundreds of meals that day, each of those days. We have our Christmas assistance program, the Angels of Love, where we provide yeah. Christmas presents to, this year we did 733 children. So the holidays are a big... Are those all local children? They or are, is it yes. Huge? Okay. Yes. So Angels of Love is the second largest program in our community behind the Cheer Fund. Right. And we're only able to do that because of the wonderful partnerships that we have. Um, St. Peter's Lutheran Church and Cummins are... Um, big partners in helping us execute that program. And then we have lots of businesses, churches, and individuals who then come and 
adopt the children off of our list and provide Christmas for them. Yeah, it'd be neat to see how many of those individuals work at Cummins too. <laughs> <laughs> they, they may support you more than you know. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes. Just uh, and, passively there. Yeah, and um, and we've just got a wide variety of programming. Um, you know, Randy had touched on counseling. You know, he has a master's degree in counseling and yeah. um, can meet with folks and um, determine if they have issues that maybe just need resolved right then or to refer them on. Um, you know, to one of our partners like Family Service for ex- or Community Downtown for extended counseling services. Yeah, you said refer and that uh, as you were discussing or uh, explaining what it, services you offer, almost all of them sound like it's some form of networking and you guys are this hub. Or like, Absolutely. And then as people come in, they're like, hey, I need help with this. Or maybe they don't even know what they need help with. You guys can take time to listen and then just, hey, I can refer you here or there or there, right? You know, Tristan, you're exactly right when you talk about that, because oftentimes when folks come to us, especially initially, they might be dealing with a crisis or one particular issue that they mm-hmm. are looking at. And as we talk about that and really look at all the different things that are impacting that issue, but also things that we can prevent going forward that yeah. impact that. So that's where, you know, a neighborhood resource center like this that is a one-stop shop can really make a difference through our partnerships and knowing what's there and getting getting to the root of the one issue, but also, um, you know, preventing further, th- you know, things further down the road, but mm-hmm. also addressing other things that are impacting that one issue. Yeah, it's really neat. A lot of the um, interviews we've had lately, uh, some of them are business owners, but a lot of these people uh, are running either a nonprofit or are doing something within the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, last one we just had was John Sandlin. Oh, uh, yes. I don't know if yeah. you've met Yeah, him. we work with John, actually. Yeah, yeah. so uh, a lot of times people can't afford a car mm-hmm. or they're in a place where they, they just can't make that financial commitment. Uh, maybe they're just out of jail and they don't have those funds. And he was helping basically buy and resell cars, uh, clunkers, something that doesn't even yes. run, fix it, and then offer it to these people $500. But instead of keeping the money, he's like, I want you to invest this in yourself. Mm-hmm. Please go to rehabilitation. Go to this therapist. Like, Find, find something that works for you. Uh, likewise, we've had people like Brian Kendrick come on talking about, He's you mentioned Community Downtown. He uh, ran by, I think that's Scott Hunley? Yes. Yes, Scott mm-hmm. Hunley. So Scott Hunley and Brian Kendrick have uh, become pretty close friends, I believe. Uh, they work very close together on a lot of their projects. Brian Kendrick's r- uh, working on some rehabilitation homes, I believe, in the area. I know they just recently built one, and I think it was Columbus. I never got to see the location. It was originally they were going to have some in Kentucky, but he fell in love with Columbus moving here just about a year ago. That's Uh, great. So it it is really neat to see. uh, For me personally, I just didn't realize there were so many different organizations. And a lot of times it's just an independent person. It's like, hey, I got an idea. I can fix Mm -hmm. cars or uh, I've struggled with something and I can share my story. Uh, And I just think it's really neat. Well, speaking of uh, fixing cars, um, we have an auto maintenance clinic that takes place two times a year in the spring and in the fall. Mm-hmm. And so we'll be having one fairly soon. And uh, we had just have a bunch of volunteer mechanics come in and they work on about 60 to 70 cars. They do free oil changes. John is part of that. Yeah, John's group part of that well. group. Um, but in the last, I mean, you have to, if you're going to have an organization like this, you have to use the collaborations that Diane talked about, you know, combining your resources yeah. and so forth. You can do so much. One person can't do it yeah. all. In the last right. uh, probably couple of years, we've put 100 people uh, to work in full-time jobs. People who had struggled before keeping a job and so forth are now working yeah. and with, what, what full, was that with, span? with full benefits. So just, about two or th- last two, two or three, three years. Okay. Yeah. 
there's a hundred people working through our Bartholomew County Works Program. Mm-hmm. Again, with par- uh, with the partnerships that we've established and so forth, we're building our second house, um, providing an opportunity for somebody to be a first-time homeowner. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 we just uh, had one where somebody took over first-time homeownership, uh, mm-hmm. what was that, just a few months ago? Yeah, last what, summer. Last summer. Mm-hmm. And then this house that we're building now will be completed probably in June, May, mm-hmm. June. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. somebody else will then get an opportunity to own their own home. But you know, Randy, you really, I'm glad you brought that up because that's really, when we talk about collaboration and collective impact, that's really a wonderful example of that through the Lincoln Central Neighborhood Homebuyer Program mm-hmm. because the city of Columbus is linked into that and in that they're looking at condemned properties and how do we turn those around to make them um, you know, a, a better place. And then Southern Indiana Community and Housing Development Corporation serves as kind of the project manager for that, working alongside the C4 program at through um, BCSC and those mm-hmm. C4 students who are building this house. I was getting ready to ask. I was a part of C4 with Columbus. Oh, were you? East. Great. Yeah, and I, I took a lot of the engineering courses, and they I know that they have home building classes. Yes. I thought they were for Habitat or Humanity. I didn't know where it was going. I just assumed that. So I was getting ready to ask if you guys interact with them. Yes. So those students are building these homes. And if, if people have not seen these homes that C4 students build, they have built homes that are several hundred thousand dollars. They are high quality, yeah. um, excellent, and beautiful homes. And we're fortunate that they're one of these partners in this. And then we've got a prize in who will do um, credit counseling and helping folks get their budgets in line so that they can be a first-time home buyer. Mm-hmm. Um, First Financial Bank is helping um, you know, provide home buyer workshop classes for those who maybe have never owned their own home before. And so they can come in and learn about those um, basic skills yeah that um, are so valuable. I said, I wish, you know, I would have known about that when I was a first-time home buyer because that would have been great to take advantage of. And we've just got so many different partners that have come together to provide these opportunities. Yeah, I I don't, I don't think I've ever said I wish I could go back to high school before. But <laughs> if I had one reason, it would have been to take that home building class because, I mean, I love YouTube and I've learned so much. Uh, I don't, have a formal background in filmmaking. I've just been doing it for 12 years. That's how you learn. Uh, but I do really think there's a lot of value of having those hands-on courses. Uh, and I really I wish totally I agree. I wish I could have gone back and either taken an automotive course or uh, mm-hmm. or especially the home building because there's like just so many small home repairs that you pay somebody to come in and I'm grateful somebody else learned it. But a lot of times they're in and out in 10 minutes. <laughs> well, you know, your timing is really good because now's when um, the C4 program is really soliciting students. Mm-hmm. And you're exactly right. You can learn things in there that even if that isn't your career path, mm-hmm. that are valuable skills for you to have the rest of your life. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's a it's a wonderful way to build your life skills. Yeah. Right now I'm watching, binging a lot of YouTube, uh, Gordon Ramsay and a couple of other chefs oh, because you've hit Randy's. I didn't, Randy's I didn't take enough culinary courses. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going through and between the yelling and the cooking, I get about 50% through, you know, and uh, I, I really actually, I in the back here, I just uh, stopped at Savory Swine and picked up two pounds oh, of uh, thinly sliced topper. I'm going to try to make some jerky tonight with oh. it. Yeah. That's like 10 bucks a bag at Kroger. Uh, nothing gets Kroger, of course. <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful for the uh, for the convenience. Convenience of it, uh-huh. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, why couldn't I do that? Why why, why mm-hmm. can't I learn? So I really, I'm all for uh, referral programs and people taking the initiative, going out and learning whatever it is that they want. Cause it's between local programs and the internet, it's like anything you want is 
relatively attainable. Yeah. If you, mm-hmm. you really tried, you could get somewhere. Uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, speaking of Gordon Ramsay, I'm one of those. I'm uh, speaking of Gordon Ramsay. We spent uh, my wife and I spent some time in Vegas. We went to all of his restaurants mm-hmm. there. We love we love him, and he's a. I mean, my gosh, everything he fixes is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little embarrassed to say that at one meal, just the two of us was 300 bucks. <laughs> But but how did you feel? After oh my God! It? You didn't even feel like you got. I mean, you felt like it was well worth it. Oh and yeah. Then so, yeah. I, that is one of the uh, the things I'm I'm really passionate about too. Uh, among many is uh, for myself, like I mentioned, cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try not to eat out unless you know it's a really nice meal, and you, you can really taste that difference whenever you go up to Northside Indy, because uh, that's relatively like we got what uh henry social henry club social here. club and here's some got, like country club yes we got yeah. country clubs we, phenomenal there's yeah. a new italian restaurant yeah. at the uh elks lodge it's i have really not heard good. about those two yet yeah. so i mean we have a couple in columbus and mm-hmm. i'm very grateful for the the entrepreneurs that have started those ones locally but whenever you go up and it sounds awful but you spend over a hundred dollars on the food it really it tastes different you mm-hmm. feel different afterwards yes. I, I i always have like basically chronic heartburn from whatever i eat and I can eat more than I probably should. I don't feel any remorse afterwards. It's so great. Yeah. And I was like, I want to learn how to do that. And I want other people to learn how to do that because it's it's so silly that um, the, the food people eat I, a lot of times isn't real food. It's it's either so mm-hmm. processed and so full of chemicals. We're talking about food, but basically we're talking about quality. Yes. So anytime quality. you have quality, yeah. you don't mind paying a little more for quality. And yeah. that's, you know, with... Um, with the folks that we work with, a lot of times they don't get quality. So uh, we insisted that the partnerships that we formed, whatever mm-hmm. programs that we deliver, is going to have quality, that our folks are going to get uh, treated uh, first-class citizens. Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. we're, we're really talking like, about right, food. Quality and is... I'm love, I love talking about food. But I uh, <laughs> wanted to kind of just say but you're right yeah it we kind of put quality. that idea into the things that we do through lincoln central and it's one of the things randy insists and yes, on cinema. at the cinema i was gonna yeah. say at the cinema is the quality that you know that Plus you guys show excellent staff. movies there yeah. well, some, thank some you. of the top ones yes but then you get to see it in a nice clean environment cleanliness yeah is right there with quality you have to be clean and i, I take a lot of pride in the fact that yes cinema is probably one of the cleaner theaters you'll ever ever go to it's it's yeah. true okay. it, it really is and uh I, I from the few times that i've been able to to get in there because i'm pretty much workaholic at this point yeah but whenever i do get to go out to uh, a movie i i really enjoy the um the quality of course of the staff but then just going that extra mile and uh, making sure that, you know, the customer service is there. Uh, whenever people come in, everybody's always greeted. And I, I do appreciate well, those little you. things. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, our, we have a good staff. We yeah. have a very good staff. Yeah. Well, good trainers. Uh, uh, speaking of things that I appreciate, I would uh, be very uh, silly not to mention the fact that we are sponsored by Hill Zion Records. Yeah. It is a wonderful record uh, company. They produce a lot of Christian music, a lot of Christian hip-hop music, and they're based out in Nashville, Tennessee. Currently, I don't know if this is not NDA or anything, but at the moment, uh, we're working towards myself and um, some other local community leaders trying to put together uh, a concert uh, within the the region uh, to bring in some other Christian artists as well, and that was one that we would like to bring in. So between their supporting of our mission, bringing in innovators and people that are trying to 
be creative or promote the community we love having you guys in and it's made possible through these type of sponsors uh, and in exchange we love to promote them and of course we want to help them grow so any way we can if uh, people are interested in a concert letting us know would be very helpful because then we can get a better gauge and uh, decide what type of venue would be best suited for how many people we need to come in. And how can they contact you, Tristan, oh, if they are interested? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> if people are interested, uh, at the moment, if uh, if you just go to Facebook and then go to the Triflix LLC page, you can contact our company directly, triflix.com. At the moment, we don't have a group event because this is we just had our, one of our first mm-hmm. meetings uh, today about it, and by the time this comes out, it'll probably be two weeks from now. So uh, hopefully there's a little more progress, and by the time this comes out, people can contact us, and we'll have a little more information to provide. Uh, but as far as like music goes, that is, I love, one of the main reasons I started producing content was to make lyric videos and music videos for a lot of artists, and it's been really beneficial, uh, not just for myself, but um, it, it's nice getting to see that you can be creative and contribute to something more than yourself and and see how that affects other people. Um, one of the largest videos we've produced had over, I think it's pushing over 150,000 views. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Oh Thank my you so gosh. much. And that's so it cool. Was for, uh, it was for an artist and he allowed me to post it on my YouTube page and I get so many comments saying, you're such a great singer. And to me it's funny because <laughs> you know, clearly it's not me, but the fact that if people say, I listen to this every day, like I go to church and like this is what we play and I let people know, of course, that this is the real artist, here's their Spotify, go go, go support them there. It's cool to know that you're able to do something to benefit someone else, uh, the artist, of course, and then all these people that uh, are affected by it passively get so much joy mm-hmm. or so much out of it. And I think that really comes back to what you guys are doing working with uh with these referral programs even though you're not the one fixing cars or teaching all these classes you're able to refer them to these other uh, companies or individuals or programs and then they learn and maybe they share it with their family maybe they share it with their children that they're raising and those are things that get passed along again and again and it's the, that ripple effect it is it's exactly what you're talking about exactly. yeah and and it's true you know many times i know when i was growing up and a lot of times people will say you know my parents said they wanted me to have a better life than they did. And I think a lot of parents share that with their kids. And it's one of the things that, you know, when you talk about that ripple effect, that, you know, we're we're helping adults to try to make a better life for the children that they are caring for, whether it be their own children or grandchildren or nieces and nephews or foster children. We want to try to improve that quality of life Mm -hmm. for the younger generations. Yeah, I like that. so I guess that would be one of your goals, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you guys have, off the top of your head, a couple of goals, maybe one, one five-year goals, uh, 10-year goal maybe for either Yes Cinema or Lincoln Central, maybe yourselves personally? I can say one for the center, and then if you want to think of one for the center. But for the neighborhood center, I know one that we've talked about, and we kind of touched on it with the home buyer program, mm-hmm. but is to increase the home ownership in the Lincoln Central neighborhood. When we yeah. started um, – from the time we've started until now, it's kind of flipped those percentages. And we see that providing affordable home ownership opportunities for people is a key to um, stability, not only in the neighborhood, but in households and in the lives of children, youth, and adults. Mm-hmm. So that's really a big key. And one of the reasons that we're part of the Lincoln Central Neighborhood Home Buyer Program is to um, provide that stability and opportunity 
um, for people. So that would be one of them, I think, yeah. for us. I, I personally appreciate that because in about, right, I have a two-year contract for a lease or for a rental right now, mm-hmm. but the reason we're renting was we couldn't afford anything, sure. right? And uh, so two years from now, I'm definitely going to, I'm going to be even more appreciative than I am now for an incentives like that. Uh, Columbus is a very pricey neighbor, uh, pricey community, city in general, uh, but it's because it's overall pretty great. And if you want to move into certain areas, it is very difficult. So I think mm-hmm. initiatives like that will overall benefit. And you want people that like the community to move in that'll stay here, raise their families, and hopefully continue that proce- uh, process through. Well, and because of this partnership, you know, these homes are being made available at a little bit more affordable price due to mm-hmm. some nice grant dollars yeah. that have been made possible by Heritage Fund, the Community Foundation, Bartholomew County, and then SIHCDC is pursuing some other grant opportunities as well so that we can continue to provide the homes at a more affordable rate. And I love Heritage Fund. They just put their hand everywhere. And and, <laughs> and, and in a good way, you know, they're, they're always, I, I don't think there's too many um, community projects that aren't either supported or sponsored or somehow grants, you know, that they just do as much as they can to help Columbus. And I received some grants from them whenever I was applying for college. So I'm uh, always going to be, have a, a little soft spot for them in my heart. But as That's far as, wonderful. You, thank you. And as far as Yes Cinema goes, what uh, what goals do you guys got? Well, you know, we've, we've attained a lot of, uh, you know, we've set goals through the years and so forth. When we first uh, started the cinema, it was it was uh, back in the something like dark ages and we were still using film and so forth. So mm-hmm. through the, uh, through the uh, you know, Heritage Fund and other wonderful foundations that we've had, we've been able to uh, get to a place now where we have the best digital content that any theater could possibly have. Yeah. Uh, both sound and video and so forth. Um, I think the goal that we would probably have or I would probably have is to be able to connect more with the community and get them to uh, realize that Yes Cinema's there, that we're kind of a unique um, uh, a unique opportunity. Um, maybe we'd like to be their uh, first choice for seeing a movie and so forth. We mm-hmm. offer beer and wine. Um, we do a lot of really cool things. We, you know, we show ball games, we have comedy shows and so forth. So I think connecting to the community and maybe connecting to, uh, people that are your age and so forth and get some of you folks off the sofa and, uh, into the movie theater, because that's the way, uh, entertainment was meant to be seen. It's on the big screen and not, not, not in your parents' basement. Yeah. (laughs) Not that you're in your parents' basement. (laughs) No, it's a, it's a valid point because I have a filmmaking background and that's primarily what my my main goal you know my main passion what our company uh is focused on is making high quality content for people and there is something special about whenever you make something original and then or you you contribute it in some way and then you get to see it on the big screen like it it just the, the feeling of getting that versus watching it on a tv in the office or on a computer monitor as you're editing is just completely different and uh, is, is I know you guys do some uh, local events. You guys support some uh, like uh, different film projects type oh, yeah. of thing. Uh, yes. So I don't know. Do you guys want to touch on that a little bit at all? Or do you guys have any upcoming events that you might want to mention? Well, I think it'd be worth mentioning the uh, our film festival. And Diane, you want to yeah. talk a little bit about our film festival? Sure. So each fall, um, we feature the Columbus, Indiana Yes Film Festival. And it is a mix of narratives, documentaries, and short films from all over the world. Oh. We have a team. They have already started... Um, acquisitions for 2020's film festival, which will be October 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Mm -hmm. And, you know, folks, 
you know, watching and listening to this right now may say, oh gosh, that feels so far off. Well, go ahead and mark your calendar now because we all know how the fall fills up, but you're going to want to come and yeah. spend the entire weekend there because we, again, we have films from, you know, there'll be over 20 films that will be featured. And it's a great way to see films that you wouldn't ordinarily get to see, but the quality is so well done and it's mm -hmm. very competitive. Um, we screen well over 100 films to come up with this playlist of 20. And then there's a juried process and we have jury members that are film experts from around the country who view those and then they award um, cash prizes. So if there are folks that are filmmakers themselves, um, this is a great way to make some cash as yeah. well. And then we have filmmakers who come in that weekend um, to see their film on the big screen and get to meet and greet um, our guests that are there. So there's question and answer sessions. We have workshops. Um, the Cinema Cafe is open and provides food. And like Rainy said, we have the beer and wine and our regular concession sales as well. And so it's a great opportunity. It's fun um, mm -hmm. to just come and spend your whole weekend with us and see some of the most outstanding films. And we have films that have gone on to um, receive Oscar nominations. Yeah. So these are not just little films that people have thrown together. They are um, major motion picture style, um, yeah. high quality films that you can see quality. right here in your backyard. It's Absolutely. Yeah. The quality again, right here in your backyard. Quality. Yeah. Everything you guys do, everything you guys bring to the table, try to bring in people, whether you refer to them or whether you play them on the screens, that's, that's a great initiative. Thank you. As far as inspiration goes, this is outside the companies. I'm mm -hmm. just curious for you, Randy, what has been your biggest inspiration Growing up, why is um, community, why is helping people such a big part of who you are? Well, that's a good question. Um, I think there's a lot of factors that go into that. I, I grew up, um, you know, grew up uh, in a large family. We were mm -hmm. poor and so forth. Um, had an opportunity to go to college initially on a basketball scholarship, and I really never thought about uh, going to college. I never really took a book home when I was in school. I wasn't prepared uh, when I went, so um, I'm a pretty competitive person. Um, so when I went to college, I had to learn how to study. I had to learn how to get my, you know, get ready for class uh, the next day. Um, in my family, it was such a large family. I mean, uh, basically all we, my parents cared about was putting uh, dinner on the table. So I uh, just had to learn all of that on my own and so forth. So as I began to, um, take and change my values and start valuing those kinds of things more. I'd, when I started working here in Columbus, I looked at individuals and uh, people that I had um, a lot of uh, respect for and so forth, uh, people like Sherry Stark and Sarla Kelsey, mm -hmm. uh, Randy Tucker, um, folks like that, that that really meant a lot to me. And I, I wanted to emulate and I wanted to uh, – make a contribution in the community like mm -hmm. like they had. So that's pretty much uh, my story, I guess. Yeah. So um, I am also a native of Bartholomew yeah. County, and um, really a big part for me comes from my family. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm very fortunate that my parents, um, uncles and aunts, grandparents, um, were all very engaged in the community in a variety of ways. And so it was just something they took my sister and I along with them to things that they did, whether it be a volunteer opportunity or serving on a board or committee. And we went along in a lot of those things. And I saw at that time the value of giving back to your own community. And that's really what first got me engaged in that. Um, and then also, you know, volunteering through our church, Fairland Presbyterian. Um, I've been involved in the 4-H program. 
And through both of those, we did a lot of volunteer opportunities as well and working with local nonprofits. And that's really where a passion developed. Mm-hmm. Um, Randy stole a couple of the names that I was going to yeah. say of well, people okay. that are um, that were influential in, in my life. You know, I'm, he was talking about, you know, Sarla and Sherry, and I would um, throw in Barbara Stewart in mine and Herb and Barbara Hoover as people who really, um, mm-hmm. you know, did a lot in teaching me about um, the importance of having a passion for your community. Um, and as far as giving back to your community and the importance of it, I mean, you know, my parents, David and Wilma, my grandparents, Perry and Millie, I mean, they were the ones, they were the, the trailblazers for me. And all I did was just follow right along in their footsteps. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. It's, uh, so you, you guys had mentioned like you, you came from, I guess not, uh, from local families. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you feel like, uh, that plays a pretty large imp- importance to you and why that you guys chose to be in Columbus? Like growing up here you could have gone anywhere in the world what about columbus stands out to you guys so much well to me columbus is an exceptional community um i have uh, great uh, memories of teachers and uh, so forth um, through my years here and so forth coaches Mm -hmm. Uh, bill stearman was my basketball coach legendary basketball coach as fine a person you'll ever meet I just never really thought about living somewhere else. I've had the opportunities to do it. Uh, my wife feels the same way, by the way. I mean, she, we just, uh, we just feel like we uh, are belong here and uh, and wanted to raise our family here and so forth. So I'm so glad that uh, we're here yeah. and hope to be here forever. Yeah. 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 I definitely feel the same way. That I mean, this this feels home to me. And I've always appreciated being home and around home. Um, But I just think Columbus is such a wonderful community. I mean, when you look at the arts and cultural opportunities that we have, the beautiful architecture that we take for granted because we just grew up around it. And but all of that coupled with the rich amount of resources that we have and the great opportunities that we have for sports and um, arts and music and parks department. I mean, we are so fortunate to live in a community this size and to get to benefit from the Columbus way, these public-private partnerships that have made this community so wonderful. I mean, I love living here. I love the fact that there are so many neat things to do. And I've kind of joked before, and I said I've, I've probably made, you know, people that um, you know, upset when I've said, you know, when people say, well, there's nothing to do here. And I said, no, there might be nothing that you want to do yeah. at that time. There is always something to do here. Yeah. It's like uh, 80% of Indy's uh, resources basically, but only 20% of the traffic. So yes, you're yeah. right. Yeah. You can, you can go 15 <laughs> minutes and you're one side of town to the other. We have almost everything. You're 45 to an hour away from Louisville, Cincy and Indy if you needed anything slightly more but yeah you're exactly right I mean, mm-hmm. it, yeah it's it's honestly is a great community i grew up over half my life has been here now because i moved here for middle school from jennings county and uh they're making great efforts now trying to rebuild yes, parks uh mm-hmm. trying to put more priority for developing actual relationships with the community members uh but coming from that space and coming to and moving to columbus around the age of like 10 i believe it definitely changed my perspective on the values of community. Um, there wasn't necessarily the same type of resources available, or if they were, there was uh, just a lot of people that needed them, and uh, the supply and demand was just so uh, skewed that it, it made it difficult for people in need. And I, one of the things I admire about Columbus is it seems like almost everybody, uh, whether it be an individual or 
uh, somebody that's worked their way through politics, somebody that's an entrepreneur, some everybody is trying to find a way to give back to the community. And I think that's, yeah. for me, one of the things I like most about Columbus. Uh, but I we, agree. We are coming to an end, though. We only we got like maybe two or three more questions. Uh, try to rattle these off real quick. If you got an answer for them, good. If not, we, you can just. This is like the lightning round. Lightning round. <laughs> you guys are welcome to just say skip or uh, just point at the other person. Uh, so we have learning. What has uh, helped you guys learn the most? You'd mentioned some mentors along the way. Would you stay stick with one of them? Is it a book? Is it a uh, just going out and trying it for yourself? What has that been like for you guys? I think learning by doing, um, you know, not making assumptions. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, uh, a part of that learning process is bringing other folks in. The, the you know, in our in our situation where we're trying to uh, work with residents and have residents have uh, uh, be empowered and so forth, have them go through the learning process with you. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think there's a comfort level there. And uh, if you do fail the landing is a little softer when you have more folks involved. Yeah. I like that. I think learning, you know, learning is, is correct. You talk about the mentors, you mm -hmm. know, mentorship and absolutely, you know, the folks that we have talked about, I've learned a lot from Randy working under him, his experience through the court system, and then also his just creativity um, and helping keep things light rather than too serious. Um, you know, it's easy to get burdened or bogged down um, mm -hmm. with everyday problems. Um, so I've learned a lot from him and, and other folks who um, have run nonprofits and been involved in our community. Um, and then, like you said, learning by doing, learning from our neighborhood residents um, also has been really key to me. Yeah, You're just having people pour in your lives and uh, trying yes. to make the most of it. As far as misunderstandings go, whether it be about you, one of the companies you've worked for, the company you're currently working at, uh, what mm -hmm. has been the thing that either you get asked the most about or the thing that you want people to take away? Well, let's answer that as it relates to Yes Cinema. I, I think uh, folks, we just learned this one really not too long ago that uh, because of the unique situation we have uh, when in hiring folks and, and, and training them while, mm -hmm. uh, while they're working there, I, I think uh, some people got the wrong information that the theater was just for uh, folks like that to go to. When the uh, the Yes Cinema is an upscale theater, mm -hmm. you know it's it's for everybody and anybody that uh, wants to go see quality film and uh, so forth. So it's not a special theater. It's a full fledged. No, hang on, it is a special theater, it's but a, it's it not is, for it, a yes. specialized population. It is a cinema with yeah. a cause. You're a exactly right. With a cause. But uh, it's for everyone in everyone. the community. Mm -hmm. So. Absolutely. That, that's exactly what yeah. I was thinking about. I didn't, I didn't well. explain that it's, too it's particularly just, well. So no, no, just help. making sure yeah. that people understand that Yes Cinema is open to everybody. We show the exact same blockbuster films that you're going to see somewhere else. And as Randy yeah. said, we want Yes Cinema to be your, your choice, your first choice, because we are a cinema with a cause. We are locally owned. And the profits from the theater go back into supporting the programming that we've been fortunate to talk about here today. Yeah. So you are doing good for others when you are there. Yeah. But, but, but if you are someone who wants to uh, put your feet on the back of chairs <laughs> or, um, or put gum, stuff on the floor. you put gum on your cup holder. Talk during uh, the movies. Talk during the movies on your cell phone. Then there is another theater across town because, yes, cinema <laughs> is for everybody, and that their experience is, is important to us. We yeah. want everybody to enjoy the movie. I think learning to take care of what you have, uh, it, 
for me, that was one of the fundamental lessons my parents had taught me. And they say, you'll never get better things in life if you don't take care of what you have. And while that is mostly figuratively, you can go get a credit card, get whatever you want. It does instill certain values of be respectful of other people's properties, take, treat mm-hmm. others how you'd You're want right. them to treat uh, yourself and, you know, how you uh, interact at a public setting and how you treat their furniture is, uh, I think, an extension of that. So I, I don't know um, how far you guys go towards uh, helping families as far as teaching family values. But for me, that was one that's a lesson that's always stuck with me growing up. Absolutely. Uh, and I mm-hmm. think, uh, you know, trying to give back to families, I think teaching those lessons and whether it be financial, mental, physical, spiritual, whatever it is, like those are things that people can take away and pass on to family members or, or friends. Uh, but let's jump into the uh, second to last question here. Advice. What um, has been the thing that has uh, helped you? Uh, well, just what's your advice for people? You know what that means. I would say hire quality folks like this young lady sitting next <laughs> to me. Um, that's the best decision I made in 25 years. Yeah. Are you married? <laughs> I am married. Yes, he is. <laughs> but, yeah. but I was married long before 25 years ago. So. Um, I, I said in the last 25 years. Um, thank you. That's very nice yeah. of you to say. However, I would say um, two things. One would be a, a work ethic. Um, you know, I think anything that we do, having a, you know, a, a quality work ethic is going to help you in life no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that work ethic. And I also think a sense of humor. And that's something that I've really learned from Randy. And, and I kind of touched on it earlier, you know, mm-hmm. that we deal with a lot of serious issues, not only in our job, but in just our world in general. I mean, society, there's a lot of bad stuff and heavy stuff that we have to deal with and being able to have a sense of humor even when we have neighbors come in and they are dealing with something that is so overwhelming so taxing in their life that they are so focused on that for us to be able to get to laugh really provides the medicine that they need not at them absolutely and so it's providing um, you know, laughter is good for them and for us yeah. to not take ourselves too seriously. Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty solid point there. Okay, now we have links. Where can people find you? If people want to learn more about Yes Cinema, Lincoln Central, maybe they live in the area and they're like, hey, mm-hmm. I want to be a volunteer. Uh, what is the central or lo- the central location or a couple of places you want to plug? Sure. So the Lincoln Central Neighborhood Center is located at 1039 Sycamore Street. Mm -hmm. So we're on the corner of 11th and Sycamore in downtown Columbus. A lot of folks know us that we are two blocks from Zwanzig's. So Zwanzig's Pizza, our neighbor there. And so um, you can find us on the corner of 11th and Sycamore Streets. You can also give us a call at 812-379-1630 and talk to us anytime. And our website is www.lcnfc, which is our initials for Lincoln Central Neighborhood Family Center. So Mm -hmm. www.lcnfc.org. And the cinema is located at the corner of 4th and Jackson Streets in beautiful downtown Columbus, across from the post office. And the garage. And the garage. And um, we have, and our website is www.yescinema.org. And you can find all the showtimes, online ticket sales, more information, Mm -hmm. um, not only about what's coming soon and 
the Cinema with a Cause mission, but also you can get connected to Lincoln Central as well through yescinema.org. And we're also, um, both organizations have Facebook pages and the cinema is also on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, we'll have links in the video. If you guys are watching the video, they're probably, you're, you've already seen them. If, uh, if you guys are not, maybe you're on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Google Play, any of the other platforms where you don't have an audio, uh, audio visual, it's just audio, that's okay. But I would highly recommend uh, going to those places, uh, especially if you're in need of some help. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and as far as my company goes, if you guys know anybody that may be a great guest, someone innovative or uh, creative, somebody that's doing good in the community, somebody that you think deserves the support and recognition they deserve, feel free to recommend them uh, on Triflix LLC on Facebook or triflix.com. Uh, that's T-R-I-F-L-I-X, as well as sponsors. Maybe you guys appreciate what we do and maybe you don't have the time to come on, but you'd still like to support uh, people like Randy and Diane coming on and sharing their stories. It's our goal uh, to uh, promote people and maybe someday we're big enough where we can have somebody come and share their story. And if enough people watching like it, they can get that boost they need to take that next step uh, in their endeavors, whether that be starting a company, uh, trying to get some uh, uh, some freedom with their creativity, to go independent, whatever that looks like for them. It's our goal to eventually meet those needs. Uh, but all in all, I appreciate your guys' time. Did you have any last little uh, things that you wanted to add? Any final thoughts? Or are you guys good? I just want to say thank you so much for having us today. And if you're not familiar with Triflex, please get to know Tristan and his team. They do high quality work. And yeah. um, we just appreciate you giving us this opportunity to share about our organizations. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Ben, for editing this. She mentioned the team. We got uh, Ben Gluntz. He'll be putting this together. We really appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate you guys coming on today. And I hope you have a great day. Thanks. You too. Mm -hmm.